0: Love yours, an experimental podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Love Yours. I'm your host, Charlotte Tahira, and this is episode seven, chapter six: Financial Goals from Selena Flavius's Black Girl Finance. Let's talk money. So, if this is your first time listening, just to give you an overview the cost of living crisis is real i couldn't think of a better time to release season two of love yours which has a focus on finances honestly like the way we are struggling at the moment the way everyone and the economy is struggling this is very necessary so if this is your first time listening make sure you go back to the introduction and join the book club you can purchase selena flavius's black girl finance from most major retailers and if you're a regular listener and you've made it this far you're seriously on this journey to loving your finances and seeing how money can work with you and not against you so as this is chapter six and financial goals let's talk now, financial goals are not an easy one to get your head around or start to change because usually we're so set in our spending habits and lifestyle. And we talked about this earlier in money mindset. And this next chapter is about beginning to set financial goals, which, to be honest, I still haven't done myself, despite clearing majority of my debts. And when I think about my character, I'm such a planner, so it's quite odd I've never really thought about it. But thinking about the future and his finances is scary. I finally started paying into my pension since becoming 30 and I have approximately 5,000 in savings. But as far as investments and assets, that's minor considering I'm a mother of two. So the first activity of this chapter is to write down some financial goals. And it's funny because like if I think my big lifetime goals, they're quite They're quite normal. They're nothing crazy. Like, I don't want to, you know, own an island. I just want two holidays a year. I want to own my own car and my own home. And I think that owning my own home is really important because of my living status over the years. I want my home to have a walk in wardrobe just because I love fashion and I love clothes. And I always plan to have many of them, and I'm sick of them always being squished. And I want four bedrooms because one for me, one for each child, a spare room for family, and an office because I often work from home. But that all sounds lovely. But for me to be a homeowner, I need approximately £50,000. So actually, that's 10 times more than what I have now, meaning I need to save on average £10,000 annually. And by then, properties would have probably gone up more. So actually, <laughs> I'm more likely need to save like £15,000 a year for me to get my deposit for my house. But let's be more realistic. Am I going to save £15,000 a year with two children paying London private rent prices? So let's say I, I need to save another 25000 because I could always get a mortgage loan and actually saving £5,000 annually is much more realistic. Well, she says after she just spent half of that on flights for next year's holiday. For me to save £5,000 a year, I would need to be saving £400 a month. But let's let's say 450 because it's always better to save more than what you need. That would mean I definitely need to go back to my budgeting and see what I need to cut back on. I mean, I've already cut down on my four coffee shop trips a week. But it also doesn't help that I am co-parenting. And so my wages that used to stretch don't stretch anymore because all my outgoings have doubled since having to pay for everything independently. So honestly, it just feels really overwhelming and I don't see how realistic it is. I think I would probably have to do nothing for the next 12 months to be able to save £450 a month. And even food-wise, we'd have to cut down on, like, snacks. I mean, we're vegetarian. So not only does vegetables cost more than meat sometimes, but also we love a snack because, you know, we're healthy. So why not treat yourselves here and there with some chocolate or some crisp because actually you eat very healthily 90% of the time. It just confirms that right now I'm kind of living in denial. And for me to save my mortgage... I need to drastically change my lifestyle or get another income stream. When it comes to making financial goals, Selena talks about the importance of breaking them down into short-term, mid-term and long-term, which definitely helps because it makes you feel more realistic about how achievable these goals are. So for me, my short term will focus on how I set aside my budgets. Definitely. I really need to stop and look at my budgets. And one tip someone gave me is print off last month's bank statement from the day you got paid until your current pay and highlight everything on that statement that you feel like you don't need, you want. And that is where you will start to see some of the gaps in where your disposable income goes that you're not even really accounting for because it's habit in how you spend. I guess my midterm is between one to five years so it's seeing how much I can save month to month towards my deposit for my mortgage and then the obvious one my long term is securing my deposit which I predict could take at least five years. Selena stresses about how important it is to have financial goals, to give you that focus and that purpose. So when you're missing out on that car upgrade, or the holiday, you know why and you don't feel like you're missing out for a trivial reason. There's a bigger picture to think about. I definitely could do with a car upgrade. But at this point, my car's getting me from A to B. It's absolutely fine. I need to replace a brake light this week, but it's fine. I don't need to have the latest car. That would just make another dent in my potential savings. And to be honest, being a homeowner at one point looks are so unrealistic for me, but now I'm so focused on it for my children that I have to make it possible. I don't want them to ever question about where they have to lay their head at night becoming a homeowner is not just my financial goal. It's creating that generational wealth for my family that I've made. And I think the main thing I took away from this chapter and the key to all this is to know that it's going to take dedication and it's going to take patience. And unless I win the lottery, nothing's actually going to happen overnight. I think that's when we struggle the most. I think we're in such a time and age of like, Everything comes so fast, like deliver root, be there in half an hour. Or you want to find out something, you Google it within seconds. And it's that patience of understanding that, yeah, you want your mortgage and you're not going to be able to get it tomorrow. It's going to take months, sometimes years of sacrifice and saving. And I guess it's just getting my money mindset around that because I never wait for anything. I either have the money so I buy it or I don't have the money so I don't buy it but the thought of having the money and not being able to buy it but still putting that money aside that's where I really need to work on myself and make sure I'm doing that and I challenge you to think about some of your financial goals. Really write them down and really think about how you can start working towards them, short term, mid term or long term. What are the steps you need to put in place to make sure that you can achieve them? And I think on that note, we'll wrap up this episode with a quote from the absolute iconic late Nelson Mandela, who said, it always seems impossible until it's done. And yes, Nelson, right now it does feel impossible to save that money for the deposit on my mortgage. But honestly, it's possible. I just have to make sure I'm following the right steps to get to my financial goals. Gosh, financial goals. It's a lot. We're dealing with a lot on this season, honestly. And I encourage you to keep challenging and questioning yourself and your money mindset, as we spoke about in previous episodes. But I'll leave it there for now. And... If you have any comments, please get in touch. Otherwise, like, share, subscribe, follow, and I'll see you on the next episode. Love Yours, an experimental podcast.